Welcome, everyone, to the Whittemore Center here in Durham, New Hampshire, Merrimack Hockey pregame show. We visit with UNH head coach Mike Souza as our uh, pregame show continues. And, uh, Mike, uh, before we get into the Irish trip you just came back from, 7-6-1 uh, on the year. You've already played Merrimack once. I realize we saw you in late October. But how would you evaluate how, th- how things are right now? What have you been pleased with, and, and what are you focusing on in terms of getting better? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, we've uh, we're seven and six, and and you know, there's been some really good nights and some very average nights. And on the on the nights we were very average, we you know we come up on the short end of the score. I mean, uh, you know, we've played seven overtime games out of fourteen, which is uh, I think uh, you know a, a testament to kind of where we are as a as a team. I mean, we're uh, we've struggled to score goals. To be quite honest with you, I think we defend defend well. Uh, you know, but it, it is what it is. Seven and six is uh, is better than you know not having seven wins, I guess. And, and uh, you know, our focus is on uh, getting one win tonight versus Merrimack. Well, let's talk about the trip you just came back from uh, Northern Ireland. UNH makes their first trip over there. Uh, let's talk about the games. First of all, you had a 4 nothing loss to Northeastern. You bounced back and beat Princeton 3-2. to How was the, that trip in terms of the hockey experience? Yeah, great question. I mean, the, the experience overall was, was first class. Uh, the hockey experience naturally would have been better with two wins as opposed to splitting in a one-on-one, especially losing a league game. I thought we we played one of our weaker games of the year on Friday in terms of just our execution and our willingness to, to protect pucks and, and, and sort of play to our identity and play well in transition. But Northeastern's got a heck of a team. I mean, they're a really good team. I mean, they play fast. They're skilled. They're, you know, the, the Madden kids is a heck of a player. And, and then to turn around the next night and go down in that game, too, Two to one, and, and uh, get a huge save from Robinson, so the score didn't turn to three to one. Show some resiliency. Get Liam Blackburn on the scoreboard for the first time all year with two goals, and uh, it, was, it was a good win. It was a good way to it was a good way to uh, to go home. Made for for a lot uh, shorter flight, I can tell you that. Well, uh, you know that's a trip that you're not used to in college hockey. A six hour flight over and back. Uh, how much of that? Uh, how much of an adjustment was it to make that kind of a trip? Yeah, it was, and we and we you know as I've told many people, I like the distractions that went along with it. We're all chasing being the Boston Garden. We're all chasing getting to the NCAA tournament. That comes with a lot of distractions, not only for the student athletes, but for our support staff. And having to navigate those waters for the first time, uh, I thought was was productive for our, for all the people involved with us that went over there. Um, you know, the the, the 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 fatigue factor that goes along with that travel. We try to uh, make up for that this week. We we really altered what we did this week in practice. We we only skated twice this week. We we, tra- we took a day off in the middle of the week practice yesterday. Uh, just as you said, it's something that our guys aren't accustomed to. I mean, it's a six-hour flight, but there's time change that goes along with the two games. It's, it's, it's a unique experience. Uh, we wanted to make sure that we try to energize our guys uh, to play a really competitive Merrimack team tonight. Well, uh, the other piece of the Irish trip was the cultural opportunities you had, I'm sure. Uh, well, Merrimack hasn't gone over, but uh, I'm curious as to what that was like, uh, just seeing uh, the Irish culture and history. That had to be something special. Yeah, to learn about Northern Ireland's uh, history uh, leading up to going over there and trying to educate our, our, our kids on on what that was all about, what went on with the troubles there, and we were fortunate enough to be involved with a nonprofit here in Durham called Friends Forever, who's housed in Durham, New Hampshire, and Belfast, uh, uh, Northern Ireland, of all places. And and we interacted with them while we were there. Uh, we went to the Peace Wall. We took the kids up to the Giants Causeway. Uh, went to the Titanic Museum. Did some stuff. Tried not to overwhelm the guys. Made a couple things optional. Um, but we tried to you know really round out the educational component of it. I thought our guys, uh, you know, I thought the, the guys thoroughly enjoyed. 
enjoyed it. I mean, it, it is a, a really, really unique, uh, I don't want to say a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity because you hope guys have the opportunity to, mm-hmm. to travel over there, but it was a first-time opportunity for a lot of guys to get to Europe. I was surprised at how many of our players had never been to Europe. It was quite a few. Well, back to your team, uh, Mike. Uh, one of the players I've been impressed with is Max Gildon. Uh, he's a huge anchor back there on the uh, blue line for you. Uh, what makes him such a special player? Yeah, I mean, th- th- we have the opportunity to coach Max see him every day. He truly is one of the elite defensemen in all of college hockey. He has been, uh, you know, in these circles for a long time, being a national program kid. Uh, his skating ability for his size is, is, is elite. Um, and then he, you know, he has a good skill, and his attention to detail without the puck has only gotten better since he's been here, really rounding out his game. He's a, he's a true, uh, you know, NHL prospect, uh, hopefully one that we uh, have around here for another year, but uh, never stand in his way if that opportunity presents itself. We're happy to have him here, and, and really I've been pleased with his development to date. Well, we saw Ty Taylor last time down at Merrimack. What are your thoughts on goaltending tonight? Yeah, Mike Robinson gets the call tonight. Uh, both kids have done a nice job. Michael's uh, really played well for us this year. Uh, Ty, Ty played well down in Merrimack. It's just, you know what, Michael uh, has it going right now pretty well. I think he's uh, established himself as you know one of the uh, top goaltenders in the league. And, uh, you know, I, I, we've been really pleased with both both uh, kids. Ty Conklin's done a tremendous job with both guys. And, you know, it, we, we, as we tell our, our roster all the time, it's, uh, you know, it's day by day, you know, game by game. We just try to take it one day at a time and, and uh, that approach. And that's how we do it. Mike, you've got Merrimack in town. These two teams played in October. You guys won in overtime. A lot of hockey's been played since then. Uh, what are your thoughts on Merrimack? What do you see as their strengths and weaknesses as you approach this game tonight? Yeah, I think they've got some guys that can really skate. I, I, they're competitive. They play hard. Uh, and, I, and I think that they're uh, they're underrated in terms of some of their skill. I think they've got some kids that are uh, probably a lot more skilled than people realize. You take the, the Ewan's uh, defensemen and, and, and Graysock and Irvine. and They've got some really good players in, in, in They've got a hungry team because they got a lot of young players, and I think when you have a lot of young players, they're, they're trying to establish themselves uh, uh, within the culture of, of uh, Scott's program, and, and uh, that's a dangerous formula for an opponent. And, and uh, our players need to be aware of that. And we've, we've we've tried to make our guys aware of it, but then it's a matter of going out and executing against a team that's going to be hungry. And, and they realize that you know what, uh, two I think of the last three games have gone to overtime, so uh, we would expect a tight game tonight. Well, lastly, Mike, what do you feel will be important for UNH tonight? Uh, what are your keys to uh, the game uh, from your perspective? Yeah, our, our keys, are, as always, are for us is we just have to play in transition and, and transition offensively with and without the puck and uh, making sure we're, we're being intelligent with where we put the puck. You know, we we uh, when we're playing well, we're, we're uh, you know we're putting the puck in a good area so that we can get it back and, and we're playing fast. And I know it sounds cliche, but that is our identity. And, and then we have to make sure that our our uh, you know special teams do a good job and. and, and and uh, I think special teams are such an important part for both teams uh, tonight, and, and we have to make sure that we execute on ours. Mike, it's always great having the opportunity to talk with you. Great to see you. Uh, best of luck. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Yep, sounds good. Thanks. All right, he's Mike Souza, the head coach of UNH Men's Hockey. Mike Macknick and I will be back. We'll have the interview with the Merrimack head coach, Scott Borick, next from Durham, New Hampshire. You're listening to Merrimack Warrior Men's Hockey on the Merrimack Radio Sports Network.